Welcome back. Episode 16. How we doing? 16 of them. 16. What you been up to this past Coming week? Coming for tomorrow? your dome piece. What? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm not actually coming for the dome piece. Yeah. So, uh, what you been up to this week? Yeah, man, a lot. A lot of college? Last week feels like about a year ago. I know. We recorded a week ago today, but that feels like like a month ago. Yeah, it does. It's, it was wild. Like just like just It was a long-ass week. This was the first week I was just genuinely uh, just like sat down, and I was just like, fuck this shit. Like, yeah. fuck it, fuck college, fuck this shit, I don't want to be here, I want to leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> mom, I'm dropping out now. <laughs> but it was, it was it was getting hectic, it was getting hectic. I got this fucking class, I got fucking three pages every class period shit. due. After 20 to 30 pages of reading. Man. And it's just like, fuck that. And it's like high level philosophy shit, like it's not easy shit to read. No. Or, or write about. And it doesn't just sound like, like it at all. I mean, it's interesting. It is, it is. But it's, it's not It's actually easy. been fucking enlightening. This shit is, like, ridiculous. Like, it's like, why doesn't everybody just study philosophy as religion? Like, God. that would be, I mean, I mean, I guess I know why people don't study philosophy as religion. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I get your idea. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah. where you're getting at. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. Picking it up, putting it back down. And tossing it all around. Picking it up again. Picking it up again. Alright, so this last week I've been <laughs> Yeah. I've been, I've been busy. I'm a I've been a busy P. Busy P, what you been up to? Busy B. Busy Tavares. Busy P. Okay. I've been a busy P. Yeah. So since last week, in the re listen that I took to our our own podcast, okay. which I do. <laughs> okay. I listen to it when it comes out just to see if we sound yeah. stupid or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that last week I said I was in the back half of season six of Arrow. Okay. Since then, <laughs> okay. I have finished Arrow. Okay. By the way, season seven, astounding. Oh. Fucking loved it. Shit. Much better than season six. Season seven was very good, and I'm looking forward to season eight coming out in a few weeks. Okay, okay. And I've also finished the first two seasons of Legends of Tomorrow. God damn. Yo. Well, I mean, I, that was wait, one that I didn't wait. really go back and rewatch. Like, I mean, I've watched it before, so oh. I was, like, paying loose attention. Because oh, okay. I feel like I don't need to pay attention to that. Legends of Tomorrow so yeah. much as I do Arrow. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I flew through it. It uh -huh. wasn't difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd already seen those two seasons. I'm now on season three. I'm actually really, really interested in this shit. Huh. Very, very good television show. Okay. Like, okay. much better than I remember. Wow. I haven't actually seen any of Legends of Tomorrow. Like, I just, I've never been bold. Like, I was never genuinely interested enough in any of the characters I felt like to yeah. go watch that, like, that show and see everyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I get that. The, uh, I don't really know what my draw was to it. I was like, oh, I've already it's, watched the other three. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll catch well. in on this one, too. Might as well. And I don't regret it at all. And uh, th there's some really fun episodes. Like, there's one where they go back in time, and what they do is the idea is they fix things yeah. so that history isn't changed forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, in one of their episodes, when they went back, George Lucas decided he wasn't going to make movies. It happens that two people on the team, one of them was inspired to be an inventor because of Star Wars, and one of them was inspired to be a historian because of Indiana Jones. 
both made by George Lucas. Now that those films are erased from history, those dudes are dumb as fuck <laughs> in the show. Wait, this is on Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, shit. Dude, it's it was a fucking brilliant premise to an that episode of TV, and I loved it. That is wild. Yeah, and I was... Like, they they do fun shit like that. Like, they've, they've met Napoleon, uh, Isaac Newton, oh, like shit. A, George Washington. They did something with, like, the, uh, the crossing of the Delaware River. What? Like, they, they interfere in many very, very significant historical yeah. places. Oh, and it's okay. funny as shit Damn. sometimes. I didn't really know that. I mean, I guess I could I should have guessed that was the premise, but, like, I just never thought into it that much. Yeah, I'd like, neither had I. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, like, Captain Cold and Heatwave, McRory and yeah, yeah. Leonard Snart? Yeah. Uh, they actually give dimensions to McRory. Huh. Like, I love his character. Okay. And like I didn't see that coming. Yeah, it's it's like he's he's supposed to just be a guy. Fire burn shit, burn it all down. But they gave him dimensions. Okay, and it's I like it. I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then uh, uh, not much else. I worked. Worked. Yeah. The usual. I've been working too. Uh, it was a good week. Yeah. Good week, all in all. Roll the tape. You have now entered the Penny Bloom podcast. Hosted by none other than Colton Robinson and Tavares Pennington. I hope you are prepared for a show unlike any that you've ever seen before. Or heard, I guess it's a podcast. So you aren't going to see anything. So, last week, Netflix put out a documentary about Travis Scott. Travis Scott, look mama, I can fly. I can fly. Did you get a chance to watch it? I did not. I you did not. not? I actually haven't like been on Netflix in a long time, like since I've gone to school. Because yeah. I haven't gotten a TV yet. Um, I'm really procrastinating. I'm, I think I'm just going to go do it fucking tomorrow. There's Labor Day sales, I figured. Labor Day sales would be the, the time. time. So I, I got to go get one of those. And then uh, my Netflix is on my PlayStation, but like I can log in on my computer. I just haven't like... Totally uh, you just don't, yeah. Totally. It's just it's a lot there. Yeah, you know. It's, yeah, I get you. I get you. I've been a Hulu guy. I've been yeah. a Hulu guy. I've been I've been back and forth lately. Actually, started Hey Arnold last night again. No shit. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Why Hulu's have, got all those. Yeah, why have they got the done schmacks this before? Like, I was like, I was just laying down, you know, just you know, peachy, you know, <laughs> peachy, <laughs> ready to go to sleep. Watching and, football head ass. <laughs> <laughs> just ready to go to sleep, and I'm like, what should I fall asleep to? And I, I just like looking through shit and I'm like hey Arnold I used to love watching that shit as a yeah. kid like why not now so I watched hey Arnold I respect the shit out of that but this is about Travis Scott um, <laughs> so for the music segment we're going to talk about Travis Scott I watched the documentary and it is uh, it was pretty good I mean I didn't learn a lot about Travis Scott which is kind of what I look for in documentaries I kind of wanted to be informed on like how he grew up and like yeah. what, what he's been like yeah stuff like that but you know it was more of like the events of the past year it was him working on Astro World the release of Astro World and then the birth of Stormy and then uh, the Grammys the Grammys and a Super Bowl performance and a Super Bowl how was that I don't think I watched the Super Bowl uh, it was uh, it was alright I mean the Super Bowl halftime shows aren't all that I mean once you see Beyonce it's just kind of <laughs> it's, it's, it's all downhill it's, from it's there. over for <laughs> yeah yeah but twice uh, yeah, twice. In like three years. Yeah. But, uh, 
It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, and I liked the aesthetic of some shots. Like they had some really like noir shots that were like vignette all around the back, mm-hmm. all around the corners and stuff. And vignette. it was it was pretty. It was a pretty visually okay. stimulating documentary. And there were some cool moments. Like uh, I learned some about the uh, relationship he has with his dad. Like mm. I feel like I got that idea. And there was a there was mm. a few cool moments where he was talking to like the mayor or the governor of Texas. Oh shit! The mayor of Texas. Mayor Mayor of Houston. <laughs> <laughs> mayor of Texas. Sounds like some sounds like some someone from Texas would say. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to anybody there. You're not, but, you're not uh, wrong. Uh, it was it was pretty good. So, I wanted to talk about Travis Scott's discography. Some of our favorites, what's best. Yeah. You know the deal. Travis Scott's been doing it. That's, that's just the He's bottom He's been doing it for And a it's minute. like, I, when I have friends, good friends, who, like, they're like, Travis Scott is my God. Like, I yeah, bow he down is, to Travis he, he Scott. Is God. Travis Scott is fucking. And, it, you know, he you know. And, like, I song. get that. Yeah. He, I mean, like, and that's just because I understand that most people don't dive into music the way uh-huh. I do. Like, yeah. Right? They listen. They mm-hmm. hear. Oh shit! This is a fucking bop, and it is. Mm-hmm. It always is. But it, yeah, exactly. That's but that's his intention. His intention isn't to be like, oh, let me go get on this track and like tell them something that like you. change <laughs> their mindset about some shit. Yeah. It's, it's it's get on the track and be like, you know what? Let's make a fucking bop. Let's you fucking know? rage. Some music, some uh, like and some that, music people want to listen to. That was something that like he touched on in his documentary. He was like, you know, I just I make people that I make music that the people want to feel. You know, like yeah. they don't. They don't have to, like, li- this is just something they can all rage to. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? That's kind of dope. Yeah. I respect that. Yep. Like, you know what you're doing, and you're sticking to it. Mm-hmm. And I fucks with that. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he's put out a lot, a lot of good music. Yeah, has. Like, fucking Rodeo, a classic. I just, I remember the first day I, I, I heard, I heard Antidote. Oh, that was the song that put him on. Like that, oh, was, that was really the, the song. song that, like, from there forward, he was one of those people who had like one of those like Don't crazy hits out of nowhere window. and just crazy career right Don't after you that. Let out that antidote. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. No, so good. that shit was just like it just like reminds me of like sophomore year. Oh, like it it's just, just like a, that's what that song. That's was. what that song was. Like, like I'm sent back to a different time period yeah. when I hear that oh, song. Fuck. Yeah, and it's the sad. same for me when I listen to certain songs. Certain songs off Birds, Birds mm-hmm. in the Trap, Sing the yeah. Night. Personally, my favorite Travis Scott album. That was junior year, right? I think so. Damn, back to back. Well, it was 2016, so it could have been second semester sophomore year. Or first semester junior year. It. It was. I think it was. I think it was. It was first semester. It was first semester junior, semester junior it was se- year. I think it was a September release. It was August. August. It was August. I remember because I was wait- It was at the during summer. I kept hearing about it, and they're mm-hmm. like, "In August, he's gonna drop." And I was like, "He's not gonna drop it." And then it dropped in August, and I was like, "Oh no, shit!" No shit. Yeah. Yeah, but. I remember birds. Very. very I'm fond of birds. Mm-hmm. Me too. Birds work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> <laughs> All the birds died. (laughs) But, you know, I mean, like, shit. Sweet, sweet. One of my favorite Travis Scott songs. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Like. How about it? Why are you there? So good. Listening through that album, it's a pretty clean listen, like, all the way through. SDP Interlude is one of my favorite. It's, like, one of the, like, it's up there with hands on the wheel for me in terms of songs that, like, to smoke to at least. Like. (laughs) Those just just go like that. Travis Scott, in general though, in general, let's just take a moment to talk about how Travis Scott makes that music 
that you want to feel. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not talking about feel. I'm talking about get fucked up and like feel. Like, he wants you to... Like, you, he wants you to literally feel the music. Yes. He wants you to feel every note wrap around you <laughs> like a fucking warm hug. <laughs> Tell him about the first night you heard Astroworld. Oh, Astroworld was glorious. Uh-huh. Astroworld was pretty much the greatest work of art I had ever heard. And then the next morning, I came down. <laughs> and I listened to it again. It wasn't as good. But it was still amazing. It's still amazing. It was still great. It's, it's getting better still to me to this oh, day. Oh, yeah. Every time I listen to it, I enjoy it more. Like, like uh, I remember the first time I listened to Star, uh, Stargazing. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. The first song. Yeah. It drops in. I was like... Oh my God! This is heaven. Oh, Immediately went yeah. to Amazon, ordered an Astro World like <laughs> sticker, put it on my laptop. <laughs> Immediately when I heard that drop. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that shit's crazy. It was glorious. I love like no bystanders. Wake up! He just released a video for that. Oh, wake up! Wake like, up! Video wake was... up! Just brought that all the way back into my perspective. I completely forgot <sighs> about that song. I, I watched that documentary last night, so today I was kind of revisiting a shit. Yeah. I listened to Coffee Bean again. Oh. Bro. I forgot how good that song is. And, like, that wasn't one that blew up at all. It wasn't one that was talked about at all. Mm -hmm. But, honestly, when I go back and listen to it, it might be my favorite on that Damn. album. Like, it was so good. And then uh, 5% Tent, yeah. which uh, uh, sampled that Goody Mob song, yeah. uh, Cell Therapy. Yeah, yeah. Who's that looking in my window, <laughs> pal? Nobody now. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so no, th that that album was like pretty like y Yosemite too. Oh, dude, Yosemite is top notch. That yeah, yeah, and like damn, you, you know when you think about that, that that's a, that's three for three for Travis Scott. Oh, one hundred percent. Like he is. I think one day I'm gonna look back on Travis Scott's career and go, wow. Mm -hmm. He like he might end up being like, like. I think he already has three classics. Oh yeah, with his first three albums. Yeah, <laughs> like Which that's is, that's. I mean, it's not unheard like, of, but it doesn't yeah. happen a lot. Exactly. Like you know, I mean, you have to take it into perspective, like of what he does in terms of music, but like it's still like an incredible feat. Like it, the first song that I had that I think just like wowed me, wowed me was like uh, "Impossible" from uh, Rodeo. Yeah. Let's that, see. I'll try to find that my shit. first Travis Scott. Like, oh man, when this I, is it. I just remember I was just like chilling, you know, doing things, listening to this song. Yeah. And it, it just transported me. It's just like, ah, it's, it's so, just like I was gone. I was like, what the fuck? It's amazing. Let's not talk about Huncho Jack Jack Huncho though, because that was bad. That was really fucking bad. Yeah, Modern Slavery was good. Yeah, it was. That was pretty good. I think there was another good song, but I can't remember. Probably not. Oh, dude, I always love 90210. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Oh, shit, we're forgetting Nightcrawler. about 3500. Oh, I didn't forget about 3500. I was just going to get to it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. 3500 <laughs> is a fucking classic. Yeah. <laughs> I would never forget that. <laughs> 30s in the city moving slow. 30, 30, 35, no, 100 to the dope. Oh, so good. And, like, to make that, like, so, like, how... <sighs> Travis Scott. That two chains How, verse on that song too. Nobody, re Fuego. nobody really, Fuego. nobody really knew his name. How is he getting verses from these dudes like this? Like, that that kind of blew my mind. Days before rodeo had to wow. It did. It did. I mean, shit, man. And they showed footage in that documentary of him in 2014. 
2014, and he had like 15 fans in a crowd, and they weren't even really dancing. <laughs> five years ago, this man is what the. the fuck? I'd argue he's one of the top five biggest artists on the planet oh, at yeah. the moment, right now. And five years ago, he didn't have a following. That's crazy. That's the biggest turnaround. That is I mean, crazy. not the biggest, but one of the largest turnarounds I've ever seen. Uh-huh. Like, he had 15 fans there, and Rodeo came out in 2015. That's fun. Rodeo came out in 2015. Four years to do all that. Like, it's crazy. He probably, like, his booking prices probably are similar to Kendrick Lamar's. Oh, the, oh yeah, because if you get a Travis Scott feature, that song's going to blow up. Yeah. And Kendrick Lamar has been going since, like... Oh nine. Yeah, oh nine, oh eight. I'd say. Yeah, like that's just like crazy. Like to look at how quickly he was able to just like be like, boom. Here's Cemented this himself. Here's this like he didn't just give us like a taste of what Travis Scott music is. He gave us just like a fucking wave. It was just like here's the wave, motherfuckers gonna ride it. I own this and they shit. do. I like. I think he kind of. When I look back on this generation, he's gonna kind of be the king of it. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, I consider J. Cole and Kendrick and all of them, like, kind of the decade before us, but not really. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Okay. 2010 through 15, that's J. Cole, Kendrick, Drake, for, or J. Cole and Kendrick, and then, like, 2016 now. I go, like, I look back and I think Travis Scott fucking ran this. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm going to remember him. His greatly. music was constantly on the radio. Features go go crazy. Just yeah, like, like him and Drake out there. I'd argue are like the two top features you can get because Mo. you were going to you were going to get a number one song probably with one of them on your song. Hey, can you play Sicomo? Oh damn, we didn't even talk about the party, did we? Oh no, we didn't talk about the party last week at all. Well, I mean, we barely did. That shit it was it. It felt so long ago. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Hey, can you play sicko mode? <laughs> hey, can you fuck you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you play Mo Bamba? <laughs> that are, song we, goes crazy. We, it is lit. We are speaking from experience, guys. We are speaking from experience. But like Travis Scott and Drake did that. Like and, and like when when someone came up to me and said, "Can you play sicko mode?" I was just like, you know, at this point, fuck yes. it, because it's it's not a bad song. It just it's, got out. It got it's, way it's just played. it's just it's it's like broccoli. Yeah. Like, but I bet you if I would have played that, people would have gone crazy, too. Oh, people would have gone crazy for Broccoli. I would have gone crazy for Broccoli. I would have, too. I went crazy for Sicko Mode. Broccoli is... You can't not I can't, go crazy. Like, I can't explain it. Like, it's just like a... Me cause I'm smoking of that Broccoli. You're proud of me. Oh, it's just so good. I mean, dude, I love Travis Scott. Yeah. I, I, I've never considered myself a Travis Scott fan and I texted you this last night uh-huh. I was like I've never really considered myself a Travis Scott fan because like I consider myself a J. Cole fan a Kendrick fan and it's because I feel like I know them through their music mm-hmm. just like I know I don't mm-hmm. obviously but I feel like I do <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never got that from Travis yeah, Scott yeah I never got that so either. it's like I wasn't gonna feel him on that level until this doc got put out yeah, yeah. and I'm glad it did because now I'm fucking with him a lot more than I used to I feel and it almost makes his music more enjoyable for me because that's just yeah. kind of the person I am yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 I feel that. That makes sense. It's a, you know, Travis Scott's, he's been doing it. He's going to continue to do it. He's just really fucking good at what he does. T. Scotty. T. Scotty. Next segment. Top five badass TV characters. Yeah. Now, me and Tavares have not discussed this one bit. We haven't brainstormed. We haven't done anything. Nope. We're going to do that all live right here. So... Who 
are some badass characters you can think of? First that's coming to mind. The very first is coming to mind. Who'd that be? Who was the first that came to mind? You had to have already thought of it. It was Arrow, and I don't know why. I, it was one of my. Fi- it was one of my first two. Oliver Queen. Oliver is, Queen is a badass. I mean, when you look at his story, dude, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It. He gets stranded on an island. He becomes this fucking beast, and not even completely on that that island yeah. to become that beast. He spends another year on that island, becomes even more of a beast. Yeah, I know. And then he goes to Hong Kong as an assassin. This dude got stranded on an island, got, <coughs> got trained by one dude, yep. took down an entire military organization by himself with two people. Yep. Like, ooh, He did that shit. He, he did, did that, that shit. shit. Oliver Queen is an all-time badass. Oh, and he yeah. was actually what inspired me to come up with this segment idea. Really? Yes, because okay. I was watching Arrow. When All I right, well, you know, great minds think alike. I, Oliver Queen's hard to, hard to argue. Yeah. All right. So we got Oliver Queen. We got Oliver Queen. We haven't put it in order yet. So Oliver Queen's up there. We can put him in order at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Arya Stark. Has to be mentioned. Arya Stark. Yeah. Yeah. She. She. She has a similar. Yeah. Like a similar underdog story. Yeah. I mean, not exactly the same, but similar. They were both, like, deserted Mm -hmm. in a place that they didn't know, and they had to teach themselves. They both had their hero journeys, and that yeah, they they, essentially taught themselves. Yeah. Now Arya Stark, she's the Night King killer. The Night King. There's killer. not much more badass than that, man. That is a fact. We can we can argue the logistics later, but she killed him. She, <laughs> <laughs> she, she killed him. He's he's dead because of her. He did, she did that shit. Arya Stark's just I mean, in that shit where she cut off the lights when that bitch was gonna come kill her. Oh shit! Because she knew how to fight oh, blind. Oh, she knew shit. how to fight blind. You, uh, I'm feeling that Game of Thrones when you watch. Like, I know. I'm not gonna lie. It's been creeping up in my mind. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna give it a little more time. I. Think. I, I, I. Yeah. I have to. I'm gonna it's let it only, breathe a little more. It's been a while. Sixteen been, weeks. Uh, it, oh my, Sixteen weeks, weeks exactly. since the end. Oh shit. Oh my god! Because we started the Sunday, the Monday after Game of Thrones. Damn. Cause we we oh we watched we watched the Game of Thrones documentary the documentary and after we recorded our first episodes yeah oh my gosh that was yep. fifteen weeks ago technically okay oh but sixteen weeks since the end yeah because it ended a week yeah. earlier yeah damn shit man life since Game of Thrones <laughs> goes goes by quick goes by quick and it's much more empty <laughs> <laughs> I am not nearly as fulfilled <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Dude, Arya Stark, and you got—you almost got to mention Jon Snow too. You see, I, but like, okay, he is a badass, obviously. Obviously. Obviously, he's he a was just a bastard, a bastard. But I feel like the 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 badass has to prevail over the the bleeding heart for you to be a a solid top five badass character. All right. All right. I, and I feel like his bleeding heart, you know, just got the best. Of him. Like he wouldn't be—he was a badass, but he wouldn't be he wouldn't that be, badass. He wouldn't until be Jon Snow without that bleeding heart. Yeah, you know, he and, and like he had to be pushed to the absolute extremes to be like, "Fuck this shit, I'm going crazy." Like wh- <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> I do not want it. 
What did they have him say that line in the MC? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that too. Last week we were conspiring as to how he might be the Moon Knight. He's actually going to be playing the Black Knight. Yeah. Which, cool story as well. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. He'll be in the Eternals with fellow Game of Thrones star uh, Richard Madden. Looking forward to that. Yes, so, Jon Snow, you maybe? Maybe? You gotta give him maybe, right? Uh, but like... Uh... Maybe, maybe. We'll come back to it. Okay. okay we'll come back okay. to it. Um, eleven. Is eleven a top five badass? Stranger Things 11. is eleven. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I remember she's pretty badass. Well, I think what solidified her being like the ultimate badass for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already thought she was badass, but like, what really, really mm-hmm. hit me was when she. It was in season three when she was in the cabin and she was holding her arms out to her sides. She was breathing all heavy, holding yeah. the like tentacle things from yeah. the from the shadow monster. It was like, huh, huh, and just fucking ripped them off mm-hmm. and then tore the fucking thing's head in half. I was like, that shit was never crazy. fuck with eleven. That shit was crazy. Never ever. Yeah, fuck and with it, it adds so much that she's like fifteen. So like that, like that makes her so much more badass. Yeah, yeah, that's that's bad. that that's also what kind of helped Arya for me too. Was uh-huh. like she's just a young girl. Yeah, yeah. But she's the baddest bitch on the planet. The baddest bitch on the planet. That's just how it go. So yeah, I think Eleven's got to be there. Yeah, in my mind. That's that's fair. I can see that. Um, have you ever seen uh, Killing Eve? I have not. Well, Villanelle, the assassin in that show, might make it. But since you have okay. not seen it. We'll count her out for now. But okay. I, I couldn't mention it. I couldn't talk about it without mentioning her. Because uh-huh. she... Unbelievable. Okay. Like, ridiculous badass. Oh, shit. So we've got three right now. We've got Oliver we got Queen. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some Ari other Stark. Ones. And uh, Eleven. L. Hopper. <laughs> you say Hopper? Like... Eleven Hopper. Because uh, her, her dad's... Oh, okay. <laughs> Jim Hopper, I don't know. What? Yeah, sorry. We, we we gotta go. Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood? Okay. You're gonna go Frank Underwood over Jon Snow, though? Yes. Frank Underwood got killed off screen. <laughs> <laughs> but did he, though? Yes. Yeah. Fuck that video of him online. <laughs> so Jesus. <did. laughs> Fuck that video of him where he's like, nothing's ever really as it seems. Now, listen, I'm Kevin Spacey. I'm creepy as shit. <laughs> Just on principle. I can't go Frank Underwood. Frank Underwood. You're not voting for Kevin Spacey. You're voting for Frank Underwood. I know who I'm voting for. And I don't know. Something just about him. It's like, badass. Like, the guy gives... Like, I've never seen a character give less of a fuck on screen about everybody else. That shit where he was, like, he was banging the reporter and then killed her at the end of the first season? <laughs> that shit was crazy, yo. I was like, I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Like, I was like, no. <laughs> no. She's my favorite character I in the show. That shit blew my mind. Like, I remember watching that for the first time and being like... I know, like, dude, season one of House of Cards, top-notch television, Top-notch. One of my favorite seasons of TV ever. I watched it in uh, two days, tops. Oh, yeah, I couldn't have taken me Like, No, I think I watched it in a day. I watched the first two seasons in two days, that's what it was. I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it, 
It definitely was a good show, but if you want to talk about another segment that we will be having in the future, shows that fell off, uh-huh. boy oh boy, did that take a fucking fall. Fuck. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. That show is not good anymore. No. At it's, all. It's bad. It's really bad. Really. And it was like the first big Netflix show. It was. Holy shit, it was. Yeah. It definitely the was. The first big Netflix original. It had the biggest fall off. But, Frank Underwood, I'll throw a maybe on him. I'll give okay, you a maybe. Okay, okay. I'll give you more than you gave me for Jon Snow. Okay, fair, fair. Um, have you seen Prison Break? Have we gotten to that? Oh, we've talked I about that before. I haven't seen Prison Break. Okay, well, Michael Schofield, the, uh, he's Wentworth Miller, the same guy who plays Captain Cold. Mm-hmm. One of the most badass motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. All and right. it's not because of his physical capabilities at all. Uh-huh. This dude is the most badass level genius I've ever seen. He oh, had a, like this giant intricate tattoo all over his body uh-huh. that was a blueprint of the prison he was gonna break his brother out of. What? what? The fuck. That Dude. shit is crazy. And when you see that at the end of the first episode, because they're like, "Yo, that's a cool tattoo. What is it?" Oh, he's what like, is it? He's like, "It's the prison." It's the prison. <laughs> it's the prison. And you're like, <gasps> "Oh shit." Wait, is this the Captain Cold? Is this, yeah, that's his character. Yeah, damn, dude, it's and he's just as smooth. He, really? You want to talk about the smoothest motherfucker in television? <laughs> Leonard Snart, smoothest motherfucker alive. Oh shit! Okay, okay. But we're talking about Michael Schofield. Michael Schofield. <laughs> he's dope. I need to watch Prison Break. Yeah, honestly, do. Yeah, it's uh it's entertaining enough. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it, it gets the job done. <laughs> but uh, wouldn't I wouldn't say it's like one of the best shows I've ever <laughs> seen. What's uh, what's uh, what are some other badasses? Some other television badasses. Throw Rick in the in, in the ring. Ah oh, man, Rick is a pretty badass motherfucker. But I mean, like, he's animated. <laughs> <laughs> so like. Any animated character has the opportunity to be badass. You just have to be drawn that way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. I mean, isn't that the same for the other characters? Though? You just have to uh, you be just written. have to be written that way. Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> you go, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I guess you could definitely throw Rick in the ring in that case. Okay. And, and it's hard to argue against a guy who's traveling through portals. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um. Man, I'm having a. Tough time coming um, up with another one right here. Oh shit, we we're we're, we're missing big ones. Um, How about a uh, Walter White? Did you go Walter White? That's is what, he a badass? No, that's though? not even what I was thinking though. I was thinking of I was trying to think of the most badass character in Breaking Bad because I don't think it's Walter White. I think it has to be uh, the owner, Gus Fring. Gus has to be Gus Fring. Gus is a pretty badass motherfucker. We haven't even been considering villains. Yeah, we haven't. I haven't been considering antagonists at all. Shit. Dude, that might change things. Because there's some pretty badass villains. Like, uh. Spring. I mean, Slade Wilson. That was yeah. a badass yeah. motherfucker. He, he, yeah, he is. Uh, but yeah, Gus Fring, dude. One of the just most compelling antagonists of oh, any yeah. show I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Like, somehow you. You did not. You didn't like the guy. You didn't like him. But you respected his game. Exactly. You were like, dude, the... this guy kills shit. You were like, 
it seems like he knows what the fuck that he's he, he doing. knows everything. He 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 understands how to run a multi-million dollar meth enterprise. Yeah, and he does well at it. He does well. He definitely does well. That that dude they had to fucking blow half his face off to get rid of him. <sighs> dude, Gus, that's a I think we might have to throw him in the top 5. Yeah. All right, so you want to go we have a four, we have four set in right now? Okay. We got a Oliver Queen, Arya Stark, Eleven, and Gus Fring. Alright, so... It's funny when you put all those next to each other. <laughs> you say all three of those, and then you're like, Gus Fring? Gus Fring. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Moriarty? Oh. That dude If had... you're gonna go Moriarty, you might as well just go Sherlock. See, but Sherlock was, was benevolent. Well... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like I feel like to be badass, like, you gotta have an edge to you. Yeah, you gotta have that edge. Like Sherlock would never do anything like purpose, like without like without he would, a purpose, or he wouldn't he without wouldn't, his like what he thinks is best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, the Moriarty is that's a compelling. Moriarty one. had no fucking rules. Dude, about oh, shit. One of the best villains. He was in written any TV so, show like. That there's ever I've been. never been so stumped watching a TV show as to how a villain like does this these things. Like he was always, always one step ahead. Always. And and like you, they say that in every TV show. Mm-hmm. Like the villain. Oh shit. Damian yeah. oh, Dark. Damian oh. Dark always knows what's coming. He knows what I'm gonna do. It's like he's in my head. That's Oliver Queen. Yeah. He uh, but like, Damian Dark was a certain level of badass. But he wasn't. He's not Moriarty. Exactly. In the slightest. No, not like, at all. Uh, I, I I can't even explain to you like the level that Moriarty was at compared compared to like most TV villains ever. Mm-hmm. Moriarty was on some other shit. He was like if the Night King could talk. The Night King. The Night King's not badass. I can't get behind the Night King. I mean, he is badass. Don't get me wrong. Definitely a badass, but... Have you ever been more, from the first time that you saw the Night King, have you been ever been more terrified of an antagonist? Okay, you know what? I guess we are talking about <coughs> badass, not compelling. Yeah. Night King's a pretty badass fucking that villain, That dude creeped the fuck out of me all the way up until they killed his bitch ass. Yo, I mean... Like, because oh. he never utters a word. That's why that was my argument for making him like less compelling. Well, obviously, yeah, he's not compelling. Like he's he was just well, an antagonist you were supposed to be afraid. No, of. that that's not to say he's not compelling because I feel like the absence of words just as much brings you in as the presence of words would. Yeah, but what we were looking for in Game of Thrones was a fucking reason, and you don't know. Why the fuck these guys are just trying to kill everybody? They don't... That's George R. R. Martin, man. That's just... That's the way he writes his shit. I feel like there's... Well, doesn't the Night King... Oh, shit. Yeah, the Night King in the books talks, doesn't he? Uh, the Night King doesn't oh, exist shit. in the you're books. you're right. You're right. So, like, that was just... The, the writers of this TV show being oh. like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. He's scary. He doesn't need to talk, right? I told We don't need to write dialogue for another character. I told... <laughs> I totally forgot that that was completely of the TV show, the Night King in its entire, because it's such a huge like thing. You it feel loomed, like that's what was so. We've gotten some time since season eight, and 
I was too. I was too nice to it. <laughs> I was too nice to it. I've yeah. gotten to think about it. I, no, I think I was too. And like, when I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, man, this Night King, he loomed over the entire show, the entire time, and then he's dead in episode three. He wasn't even the biggest problem. <laughs> he wasn't even the biggest problem. And yeah. like, I can get behind the argument like, oh, the show was never really about that. It's called Game of Thrones. Arrgh, it was supposed <laughs> to be Cersei. Like, okay, I'm cool with that. Cersei's also a pretty badass villain. And we'll, I mean, she was she was maniacal as fuck. And that's what made her badass. Drink a lot of fucking tea. <laughs> wine. Wine. <laughs> nothing but wine. <laughs> yeah, you're right, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh shit, dude. The Night King... He did chuck a spear of ice at least 100 miles an hour at about 600 yards. <laughs> <laughs> and hit a moving dragon. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And then tamed that dragon and used it on the motherfuckers whose dragon it originally was. And still didn't say shit to him. Ah, it's... But what else, you know? <laughs> I mean, he did amass an army of millions. Or hundred, hundreds of thousands. That that is true. Of dead people. <laughs> that, that that is that so, is. So, you know, it's hard to argue against the Night King. Well, and 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 we're forgetting the fact that you know, he 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 went into battle with an entire troop of of humans led by Jon Snow, and after he got done slaughtering them and ran away the humans, raised all of their fucking comrades and then sent them towards them to make sure that they were done. Fucking ruthless. Like, and staring them down while he was doing it. Oh, dude. I need to rewatch. See, and that's that's what's funny is I was just about to say I need to rewatch season 8. <laughs> <laughs> even but, though I just no, shit on it a I couple seconds. I feel like I do. Because even though, even though there were definitely some sh- there was shoddy writing. No denying. It was not good. It wasn't. In the writing aspect. There were some iconic moments that I will never, ever forget. That is a fact. I mean, I can see the stills of certain shots in my brain right now. And I'm just like, nothing was ever more beautifully shot. Yeah. It It, was just perfect. It was a good... Like, once they hit season four or five, I think, they just went, went, like, crazy with the cinematography. Like, went and it was beautiful, dude. Damn. Okay, season, you know what? Season, I'm going to return to my argument for Jon Snow. Okay, okay. All right, since we're talking the Night King, and now I'm thinking about Game of Thrones. All right. Think about the Battle of the Bastards. This man ran out into the middle of the field and then was going to face an entire army by his fucking self. Okay. That, that's fair. And he didn't die. <laughs> he didn't. He was going to fight a dead dragon. Definitely would have died had Arya not killed the Night King, but he wasn't afraid to do that. He was going to fight a dead dragon. Yeah, he is a badass. It's just like, I feel like top five badass has to be the badasses that, like, go after that shit. Okay, do you remember at the Battle of Hardhome when the fucking, uh... Fucking the whites are fucking flying over the cliff. They're all flying over the ki- cliff, and the wildlings are like getting to the boats. And Jon Snow just fucking looks around and goes, "Night's Watch." 
Old May, and they all run towards it. I'm like, I just chills, fucking chills. And then when he when he left the Night's Watch after killing the people who killed him, mind you, he was dead. That man was dead, and now he's alive. He deserves a spot. <laughs> he was dead. Now he's alive. And then when he killed the people that killed him, he stopped being the Night's Watch commander because he'd already died. He'd already served his life term. And when he's and when he left, he was like, My watch has ended. And I was like, Fuck yes, John. It has ended. Just get And sick. then <laughs> He was the actual heir to the Iron Throne. This man should have been king the whole fucking time. And then he became a bitch. He did not become a bitch. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. No, fuck that shit. Can you imagine just being this fucking guy who's just like... I mean, obviously, that guy's a fucking soldier. He's a fucking commander. He's a leader of men. (laughs) Okay? Then be the leader of men and women. He never wanted it. <laughs> he never wanted any of it. Okay? He never wanted it. He never wanted it. He just wanted to be north of the wall. Fucking wildlings. Okay? Uh, and that's what he got. You know, and there's something... Nah, I'm not going to say that. I was going to get really cheesy. <laughs> I was going to say there's something really badass about someone getting what he wants. <laughs> You were really going down the rabbit hole. I was. But I'm telling you, this might be the most compelling argument I've ever made for anything. (laughs) Jon Snow deserves a top five badassery spot. Okay. Wow. Sorry for the rant. I'll give it the respect. I'll give it a maybe. Jon Snow. Jon Snow can be in the top is in the top five. Okay. Oh, glad I did it. Yeah. All right. Where's that, that put us? Put well, us. I mean, we got we got a few here. We got Oliver Queen, Arya Stark, Eleven, Moriarty, Jon Snow, the Night King, and Gus Fring. We got seven here. We got to knock a few off. Or we can think on a few more and see if we can narrow it down. You just want to commit where we're at? Yeah. Star Wars and anyone? Star Wars doesn't have a TV show. Oh, shit. You're fucking... They fucking do. We know it's playing. Yeah, uh, Clone Wars. <laughs> Come on, man. Where you been at, bro? Yeah, I don't watch that. Uh, <laughs> I've been thinking about getting into anime. Honestly, I heard. I anime. have been too. I mean, I Yo, watched Death Note and. Uh, let's watch JoJo's. Okay, I'm down for that. Have you? Have you you should. I mean, I'm strongly, strongly recommending the first anime you watch be Death Note. It was the first anime I watched, and I. I'm fucking blown away by it. Okay. There's probably a couple most badass characters of all time. Is it too. is is this a is it a movie or a TV show? It is both. There's a movie and oh. a TV show. Definitely watch the TV show. The movie's not as good. Oh okay. Gosh, I can't believe I was just like yeah. Uh, uh, watch the anime first. <laughs> what's it's so the, much better than the movie. What's the anime, bro? Because you got to be a real anime, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. It's a really fucking good show, dude. But, uh, yeah, so let's commit. Oliver Queen's gotta be in there. Alright. Arya Stark's also gotta be in there. Alright. Eleven? Does she have to be in there? You could make the argument she's the only one with, uh, superhuman capabilities besides Night King. 
Yeah, yeah. But I honestly feel like stacked up against the other people. She, she'd always She's more lose. badass than Gus Frame. Well, <laughs> 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 what? A, my man Gus knows how to pull the strings. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. But like, we might as well have thrown some fucking Sophie Turner. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, think, think, think about this, alright? <laughs> video game. Most badass characters of all time is a video game we create. Gus Fring versus fucking Eleven, okay? Okay. What's Gus Fring's tactic? He's he he's more intellectual than, <laughs> than Eleven. I feel like he'd do some shit. So, we're have talking a, like Mortal Kombat? <laughs> yeah, Eleven's basically. gonna pick him up without touching him and rip him in half. <laughs> No, no. And listen, Gus Fring's gonna be sitting listen, there fucking pulling strings. Listen, <laughs> listen. He's Gus gonna be Fring, like, oh, I'll get you. Gus Fring wouldn't be there. Gus Fring would send all of his fucking henchmen and shit after her first. They'd get ripped to shreds. But he'd be thinking of another master plan to come up, come up from behind and kill her. So what would that combo be like? A triangle X square? <laughs> like is that, is that is that what we're getting at here? <laughs> There's an up button in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, are you? Are, do you really want to commit to this? Gus is more badass than Eleven Tank. Is this what we're doing? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, because you said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll return to it. Would you put the Night King above Eleven and Gus Fring? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a combination yeah. of both of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So right now we got Oliver Queen, Arya Stark, and the Night King. Do you put Jon Snow above Eleven or Gus Frank? Yeah. Okay, we got four here. Who's the other one? <laughs> this is why we shouldn't have done this live. Okay, uh, we got Oliver Queen, Arya Stark, Jon Snow, Night King. That's three Game of Thrones characters <laughs> and an Arrow character. We just need to rewatch Game of Thrones. Eleven, Gus Fring. Fuck! What was the other one? We had seven. Ah, uh, uh, fuck. Okay, Arya, Gus Fring. Eleven. <laughs> Darth Vader? No. Those are movies, Tavares. <laughs> Darth Vader has been in a TV show before. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> oh my a God. TV show. Oh, shit. Fucking Jesus has been in TV shows, guy. <laughs> fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most badass of them all. <laughs> <laughs> we already oh got our fucking God. number one. Oh, did we get? He's our seven. Moriarty. It was Moriarty. Oh shit! Yeah, I, totally I thought of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and I went Moriarty. Um. So, is oh, Moriarty shit. is Moriarty more badass than Eleven and Gus Frank? You know who we forgot? Who? <laughs> You're gonna be kicking yourself. Who am I? Who am I kicking? <laughs> Say it, Tavares Jesus. Thanos. I'm kidding. Fuck you. Fuck you with a capital fuck. Alright? Fuckity out. Fuckity out. I mean, Goddamn. Dude. 
Moriarty. Let's, okay. let's get back <laughs> okay. on it. Okay, well, let's, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> is Moriarty more badass than Eleven and Gus Fring? Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we've got our five. <coughs> well, Moriarty and Gus Fring, you know, they kind of play that same game. Yeah, but more, there was a way Moriarty went about things that was just... Moriarty... It was more co- personal. Yeah, Moriarty, Moriarty gives no regard to human life. And yeah, like, it, like he, he sent henchmen, but he would also do the shits himself yeah. a lot of the time. Like the, the bank scene, that shit was that kind of... Oh, fuck, dude. And you, like, in that bank scene, you just thought, you didn't think he was going to be that big of a problem. Yeah, exactly. He was just introducing him. Yeah. And then he was the biggest fucking problem in any TV show In any ever. TV show. I was just like, what in the fuck? This guy does not die, like, does not give That's up, does not go away. That's why season two of Sherlock away. was God. pinnacle television. Season four was disappointing. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but, like, it was a... It was a good. It was still it was like a it was good. a good wrap up. Like yeah. that's what you wanted of it to. I wish it was longer. That's it. I do too. Just like. I was like, "What are you just making this in your spare time?" Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> then the was like, "I'm bored." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, "We're only gonna do like two episodes this season." <laughs> Which like they did basically they had three I think season four right I think so yeah. <laughs> fuck that. But six minimum. Anyway, we got our five. We got Oliver Queen, Arya Stark, Jon Snow, Night King, and Moriarty. So, who is the most badass? Do you take Oliver Queen over Jon Snow? Do I? I do. Because he also was killed and resurrected. (laughs) Okay, but Jon Snow is a very skilled swordsman. Hand-to-hand combat... Oliver Queen's beating the fuck out of that dude every day. Really? You think I think so. so. You think yeah. so? Why is that? Because Oliver Queen can fight with swords, and then he can knock the sword out of your hand, and then beat the shit out of you. Jon Snow beat the shit out of a dude once, I think, and it was because he'd already deflected all of his arrows. <laughs> oh. Damn. No, Jon Snow would Damn. win! <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he took out Ramsey Bolton, yeah, Ramsey just kept firing arrows at him, and he yeah. was like, "Boop shield." That's boop what shield, I was saying. Boop shield. Okay, but Oliver Queen's done more than get past a shield before. <laughs> Let's give him some more credit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay, arrow, arrow. Yeah, I'm taking Oliver Queen over Jon Snow, even though I just built up this giant argument for Jon Snow. It's just kind of implied <laughs> Oliver Queen's the most badass man alive. Yeah, Oliver, he's fucking Batman. But he's arrow. He's <laughs> <laughs> just he's uh, just Batman in a different city, <laughs> <laughs> under a different name. <laughs> he uses a different weapon, and completely. Yeah, it has a different origin story. Too. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both billionaires. Um, they're both so white. Man. Do you take Arya Stark over Oliver Queen? Uh, no. <laughs> no, really. Arya Stark over Oliver Queen? I feel like Arya Stark is Oliver Queen's daughter. You're probably right. Which means Oliver had to teach her everything she knows. Yeah, I mean, it's just hard to beat Oliver Queen, dude. Like, I can't... Alright, so right now, I'm, I've got it. Oliver, Oliver's Arya, be John. One. Oliver, John, Arya. You think John's more badass than Arya? You think okay. you think in a fight, okay, Jon okay. Snow isn't prevailing over Arya? Is or isn't? Isn't. He so is. You think Jon Snow will beat Arya hand to hand? Yes. 
your high. Arya, I I'm. She was badass, but like I feel like I don't. Maybe I gotta go rewatch Game of Thrones. I just don't feel like she was like that. Like she was like okay. she didn't fucking face down an army. Let, she didn't like fucking like kill Ramsay Bolton. Then why were you so much quicker on board with Arya than you were with John? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Why did I have to build a giant <laughs> argument for John? But you were like, yeah, Arya. <laughs> I was trying to draw the good podcasting out of you. you uh, I get yeah. you. I get you. All right. Fair enough. And I appreciate that. Uh, but you know what? I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it here. And my argument for Arya was that, you know, she took down the Night King. In a sword to sword. Okay. 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 She took down the Night King. She jumped. Who is also okay. in our top five badasses. Okay, okay. She took down a... She could have beaten Brienne of Tarth. Ah. She did in training. Multiple times. <laughs> okay. She could have beaten the Hound. Okay. She... She was a faceless assassin, man. Okay. We gotta be clear about if she can use her faceless powers or not. Because she uses them fucking once after she leaves... Uh, Bravos, that name. Yeah, Bravos. Yeah. Bravos. Yeah, but I mean, like, she has that ability. But she doesn't fucking use it. What badass doesn't use their most badass power? The one who doesn't fucking need it. But she did though. <laughs> she she could have used. I feel like she could have used it. Like, I feel like she she could have been like some crazy doing some crazy shit with that. Oh, and you know, we don't. She's going west of Westeros, man. She could still be popping off. She's a pirate now. She's a pirate. Arya the pirate. Arya Stark. Fuck, man, that's bad. <laughs> that was a bad joke. <laughs> nah, but I, I sure respect that sure respect. <laughs> so, when I think about it, she beat all those dudes. And dudettes. But she never beat Jon Snow, you know? And Jon Snow was the best swordsman that existed. Mm-hmm. I feel like Jon Snow just has, he's bigger, he's longer, he has a, a, a better, he has a better chance of handling a sword than Arya does. But Arya proved that she never really needed the sword, she could just fucking like, That's fair. use her fucking uh, needle and finesse you, lull you to sleep, and then she'd stab you in the throat aggressively so that you felt it. Because that's badass. <laughs> the most badass thing she did was when she, like... Pushed. When she took over the Frey house? We didn't even talk about that. She took out an entire house. By herself. I, I, but, like, it's the Freys. Okay. She took out an entire house. <laughs> by herself. It's it's an old man and his weird daughters. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> there were men in the house. They were Frey men. Also a good point. <laughs> <laughs> like, those dudes did not look intelligent. But, but, there is one badass thing she did. When she fucking pushed the knife through the dude's throat. And she oh, like, in the hallway? That, that shit, I was just like... Dude, yeah. Dude, remember that shit where they were in the library? And she turned around the corner and was face-to-face with a white, and she fucking stabbed it in the throat under its chin? Oh, yeah. It was just like... <laughs> I was like, yo, crazy. That shit was crazy as fuck. But yeah. Alright, so Arrow. 
John. John. We'll go John. John. We'll go John. Oliver John. Queen, John. Arya. John Snow, Arya Stark. You taking the Night King over John Snow or Arya? You can't take her over. You can't no. take him over Arya. No, I'm not. No, no. Okay, so Night King is four. Uh, Moriarty. More is Moriarty four or five then? Uh, I'd argue. I think he's got to go five. I think he's got to go four. Four. You know because we 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 discussed how the Night King didn't really need words. But Moriarty. Would the Night King beat Moriarty in a fight? That's not all that Moriarty's badassery was, though. That I mean, that's true, but I just can't. That's see. not what got him here. You know, we didn't we didn't say he got here because of his badassery in the in the field. Okay. It was because how maniacal and fucking brilliant this dude was. But, so okay, that's the thing though. Like, he was so maniacal. Everything was so planned, and like, it was just like twisted. And he's kind of like selfish in that way, right? Yeah, I get you. He was definitely selfish. Night King just fucking raised an army and said, fuck it, we're marching. And they went fucking south and said, like... We'll kill everybody yo, inside. Like, and there is a certain level of badassery <laughs> not having a plan and just t- doing whatever the fuck you want. That yeah, is you badass. You know, there's a certain level of badassery just, you know, getting what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it all comes full circle. It all circle. comes full circle. And, like, he just did the shit. And, like, Moriarty was just kind of like, oh, I want to piss Sherlock Holmes off. Like, that's, just, I feel like that's just not on the same badass, like, level, scale. You know, okay. You made a very compelling argument, and I agree. I agree completely. So, our top five. We're committing to Oliver Queen at number one. Jon Snow at number two. Arya Stark at number three. The Night King at number four, and Moriarty at number five. Are yep. you satisfied with this list? Yes, indeed. I am also satisfied. Next segment. We wanted to do a weekly thing where we discuss the best movie of every year, starting with 1985. 1985, I arrived. I was thinking the same exact thing. <laughs> I almost said. <laughs> so 1985. I arrived. Brilliant year for cinema. 23 years, then I'm grateful I survived. No, no, yeah. Great <laughs> year. Supposed Great to make year it past for cinema. 25. Yeah. <laughs> 33 years, motherfucker, we alive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 1985, you had, uh, you had Rocky IV. Which is widely considered the best Rocky film. Rocky IV, yeah, that was a that was a great movie. Uh, Weird Science is an all time comedy. Definitely not the best movie that came out that year, <laughs> but it also came out that year. It came out that year. Uh, Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf is a classic in its own regard. It's not as good, but it does have a certain level of classic to it. Classic. And you had the Goonies. That's a classic right there, too. Goonies, yeah. Another one of the best movies. I mean, then you also had, like, critical classic like The Color Purple. You also had Nightmare on Elm Street. It's a nightmare. So many great, great films. You had Back to the Future, mm. where the mom tries to fuck his kid, or fuck her kid. But, like, what? why is the title the title? Because... 
how how do you go back to the future? Is it because they go back to the past and then they have to go back to the future? <laughs> maybe. What? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe not. But the best movie to come out in 1985 when we arrived was The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. We talked about it. We was that last week? Or, that was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a couple weeks yeah. ago we discussed Two The Breakfast Club. Two weeks ago, Club. I want to say. And you know what? We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Because The Breakfast Club is the best movie that came out in 1985. It is. I mean, it. we talked about it a couple weeks ago. They sh- it just shaped a whole generation <coughs> of this type of comedy. You it know? did. Like, uh, this coming-of-age story that happened in eight hours. Uh-huh translated an entire genre of cinema into something entirely new it did it was really just like i don't know like we, we and i mean i feel like we've, we've said this before but like it was a movie's movie it was just like everything in it was like so mechanical and it worked perfectly for what it did and like you're just like well damn i just watched a movie about some kids and their detention like that it that was, was it and it was Amazing. Some of the most compelling art ever. Yeah. Like the writing is brilliant. Like there, it's hard to make a movie like that that I'm really into. Yeah. It, I mean, because like, in a way, it reminds me of Quentin Tarantino films because like it's dialogue heavy and there's not a lot of other stuff that goes on. Yeah. Obviously, in Tarantino films, you get a lot more action than was in <laughs> Breakfast Club. Yeah. But uh. The dialogue heaviness of it made it, like, all the more compelling for what it was. Uh-huh. Like, you were at their detention with them. You were like, there. that's what it was. That's what you were doing at that point in time. And it, brilliant. Just brilliant. a brilliant film. Yeah. It, uh, I love it particularly just because it feels like you went on a journey. Like, once you, once you finish it, like, it's like, you get, you get done, you're just like, this was like, I feel like I've come full circle with, like, my life. My yeah, my <laughs> life like you're just like something feels complete about ending this, and it's almost like you don't want it to be over, but it's over, and you gotta say bye. And no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you wasn't ready. <laughs> and a brilliant cast too. You had Emilio Estevez, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, Ali Sheedy, Paul Gleason, Anthony Michael Hall. I mean, what a what a great cast. Great it's cast. just, it was the perfect eighties movie. It was. Like, that 80s movies, when you think about them, that's it. That's what... That's Breakfast Club. It's, it, it, it has to be, because it? it stood the test of time, you know? They're still showing it in health class to this day. To this day! To this day! Shout out Mr. Reynolds. <laughs> Probably still showing that shit. <laughs> you still teach your health class, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you still teach your health class, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I, the writing was amazing. I mean... The last dialogue there at the end, brilliant, just a criminal, a nerd, a jock. I'm a smooth criminal. Oh yeah, I also checked out Dave Chappelle's new stand-up. Yo, I've been meaning to watch that with Parker. I watched like the first half of it. Oh, really? How was it? He's not he's not pulling any punches, man. Talks about how how he thinks the two kids that accused Michael Jackson are lying. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's a risky one right there. Yeah. 
For the career. <laughs> for the for the career. But he's never gave a fuck, and that's kind of what he's built that's, his career that's on. That's why he is Dave Chappelle. And, and that's, that's like, yeah, that's I what love, makes that's, him Dave Chappelle. Like, and that's what he says in it. He's like, he's like, motherfucker, if you got something to complain about, remember, you clicked on my face. <laughs> you okay. clicked on my face. We did, we did, Dave you're Chappelle. you're like, you're, okay, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're not wrong, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, but. Praise Dave Chappelle. That's why The Breakfast Club <laughs> is so good. I mean, just everything about it felt right, you know? You know? You know what I'm saying? It just felt... It felt complete. It felt complete. It felt like a complete portrayal of high school detention and what it should be, even though that's not what it was. Uh, not at all. But what it should be, what we should aspire to, how should we How we as young adolescents... Is, is, I get, we're not adolescents. We are adolescents. Are Technically, adolescents last until like your twenties. <coughs> okay. Fascinatingly enough. Young adolescents, then. It, 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 Mid adolescents. It, it, it's a message in how we should all come together, you know. And, and like, it can even speak to our generation in particular, even more so, because you think about it. This is 1985. What what would when kids we arrived. in our generation do in a detention? Nobody would talk to each other. Fuck that. I mean, I've never actually been in a detention. I haven't either. So, like, but like... Us, look at us good kids going. No yeah, I mean, we, we just... We just like that. I ain't even... I used to cry when I got discipline slips. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I'm afraid of authority. You think I'm gonna get in trouble? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the police? I'm a white guy, but I'm still scared. <laughs> <laughs> no. I know there's probably not any imminent danger. <laughs> <laughs> they won't shoot me, but like I'm still scared though because you're supposed to be scared. Yeah, like I, they had told me that those are authoritarians. <laughs> that ain't for me. That ain't for me. I ain't never want to go to jail. You know? <laughs> I like how my body is now. <laughs> I don't need to. I don't need to spend my days working out <laughs> or getting fat <laughs> <laughs> or looking intimidating so that people don't touch me. Yeah, I don't want to cut my hair. That's exactly what I'd have to do in prison. Fuck that shit. Yeah. I'm out. So, The Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh, shit, what were we talking about? How'd that rabbit hole start? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> um, Breakfast Club, you know, great movie, 1985, 1986. We're coming for you soon. 1986 next week. Had a couple. Off the Dome. I think Top Gun was released in 1986. Pretty solid movie. Top Gun. Don't know if it was the best, but I'm pretty sure it was 1986. Got a motherfucking Tommy Gun, Top Gun. I'm kind of disappointed that we went into that rabbit hole, because I think we were in the middle of a topic, and then we completely <laughs> just fucking derailed. I don't know, though. I'll go back and listen. We'll find out. So, uh, you good here? Yeah, I think, we, I think we've done our jobs. So, this has been episode 16 of the Penny Balloon Podcast. Episode 16. 16 weeks. 16 We, coming. uh, next week, we're coming for you. For your dome piece. Coming for your dome piece. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> the, uh... No, 16 for you, 16. We'll be, uh, talking about 1986 for the best movie of 1986. Uh, uh 16, that's what I've been thinking. If anyone's got any 16s they want to send in, you know, feel free. We're always listening to new music. 16s, all around. Of course. New music is always welcome. Drop 16. Drop 16. Drop 16? 16. It's 16. 16. 16. What? 16. You gotta drop 16 bars. I'm not gonna drop 16 right now. 16 bars! 16 now. bars will come out next week 
on my oh, on my mixtape <laughs> one week from today i'll be releasing euphoria euphoria and you know it's a pretty sad mixtape yeah. <laughs> all in all it starts pretty sad but by the end the last song's called hope hope there's always hope hope at the end you know so we have a lot to look forward to next week will be fun we'll uh come at you live Maybe from William Jewell, maybe from my bedroom. We'll find out. From the 415. Peace out. This is the the 816. This is the 415. This is the Penny Blue Podcast on uh, 96.1 HFM. <laughs> <laughs>